0: NFL bets. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Eric. Really pumped to be back since the first podcast, since I've done since the Super Bowl, and I am ready to get after it. I have four future bets that I'm going to go over with you guys today, and let's get right into it. All right. So the first play I have is a 1.5 unit play. It's the Cowboys season win total under 10.5 wins. Currently it's at minus 115 on FanDuel. That's the best line I could find. I got it at minus 110. And you're going to want to get this now, guys, because this line is going to go fast. So get that now. Alright, so here's my reasoning behind it. Alright. Let's start with why I like this play. I like this play a lot because the NFC East is better in 2022 than they were in 2021. Dallas had 12 wins in total in 2021, and they swept the NFC East. That's not going to happen this year, guys. The Eagles roster is loaded with talent everywhere. It's honestly better than the Cowboys roster. The Giants got new head coach Brian Dable, I'm still not a believer in Daniel Jones, but I do think that Dable can bring more creativity to that offense and have them working better as a unit and at least be a little more threatening than they were in the past. Um, The commanders got Carson Wentz. That is still an upgrade from what they've had previously. And um, yeah, the NFC East is better. Okay, so I think Dallas is going to lose two games. In the NFC East. I don't know if it's going to be two to Philly. I don't know if it's going to be um, one to Philly and one to Washington. I could see them sweeping the Commanders no problem. I mean, sorry, the Giants no problem. But one way or another, I see them losing two games in the division. Um, They also play a first-place schedule. They won their division last year. So now they have to play the Packers, Rams, Buccaneers, and also a first-place team from the AFC North, which is the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, that's the 17th game added onto the season uh, for each team. You play the corresponding first-place or corresponding team that you finished last year in your division. Sorry, if that makes any sense at all. Um, if you finish first place in your division, you play the first place uh, team from the AFC division that your entire um, div- division is playing for their 17th game. So um, the Cowboys are playing the AFC South, but that 17th game is coming from the AFC North against Cincinnati. Okay, let's move on. That's confusing. Um, the other reason why I like this play a lot is the lack of weapons at wide receiver. Outside of C.D. Lamb, I really don't like what they have. Um, Gallup, Michael Gallup, is recovering from an injury. James Washington, they signed from the Steelers. I'm a Steelers fan, and James Washington couldn't do anything with Ben Roethlisberger, so I don't know why they think he's going to be able to do something with Dallas. And then they drafted a third-round rookie, Jalen Tolbert. He's 6'3", out of South Alabama. And remember, they also lost Cedric Wilson in free agency, and they traded Amari Cooper. So, yeah. Um, their best, second-best receiving option, at least to start the season, is uh, the tight end, Dalton Schultz. Or if they want to incorporate Tony Pollard in the receiving game more. Um, you know, that's not great. And then their offensive line, in my opinion, regressed. It's not as good as it has been. Still solid offensive line. Um but Ezekiel Elliott, he's regressed every year for like the past four years. And yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not a huge believer of it. And um it's definitely not as good as good as it has been in the past. The defense was first in, in the NFL in takeaways, but Dan Quinn's defenses have never been top fifteen takeaways except in 2013 and last year, but in 2013, he had the Legion of Boom in Seattle with Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, um, Cam Chancellor, all in their primes. So, and then that group, the next year, in 2014, regressed to 20th in takeaways. So, I'm, I'm kind of counting the Dallas defense as a fluke last year, um, an overrated commodity. Their secondary is their biggest weakness digs their best corner. If anyone knows football and has watched him, he you know that he gets beat regularly. Um, so they they can give up points. And they're going to give up points this year. The run defense isn't very good either. They were 8th uh, worst in yards per carry last year. And I mean, I just, I don't love their interior run defense. It's I, I think it's weak. So Um, Pretty much everyone's back and not not believing in it at all. Uh, The potential concerns with this play is that the schedule is favorable and that the Cowboys will play the NFC North and the AFC South. So they'll get to play the Lions and Bears, and they'll also get to play the Texans and Jaguars. Those are four favorable matchups for them. Uh, their pass rush could make their defense overachieve again in 2022. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Ike Parsons, um, they're pretty good pass rushers. So, Again, you, you get pressure on the quarterback, opposing quarterbacks make mistakes, turnovers happen, and that always is very good for a team and helps teams win games. And then Dak could elevate and consistently be better against good teams and good defenses. Remember, Dak's kind of, uh, I guess, criticism has been he's never really consistently played well against better opponents and better defenses. Um, he did a little better last season, but he needs to continue that trend. And, I, again, with his weapons, I, I just don't love it. I don't love it. I don't think he has an amazing year next year. So bottom line is, I think the best-case scenario for this team is that they win 11 games. But in order for them to do that, they have to win the four easy ones, Jacksonville, Houston, Chicago, Detroit. And honestly, I don't think the Detroit and Jacksonville games are locks. I actually like Jacksonville and Detroit to improve. Then they'd have to go 5-1 and one in the division. And then they would have to go 2-5 and five against seven of the best teams in the NFL. Um, in which... They will be underdogs in five out of those seven games for sure. So, I mean, that's they probably pretty much have to not make any mistakes to win 11 games. And I have them pegged at nine games, winning nine games and making the wild card. And, yeah, I, I just I don't see them getting to 11 wins. I think they're highly overrated. And to get 10.5, uh, I think it's an amazing line. That's why I made a 1.5-unit play and also, you know, if it gets a little scary, I, I I highly doubt they're going to win 12 games this year. I would be really shocked if they won 12 games this year. So that means it would probably come down to the last game of the season if I get cold feet, or if you get cold feet, you can always hedge it and, um, yeah, get some of your money back or lose a little bit of money, whatever way you want to play it. Okay, so enough of the Cowgirls. Let's go on to... My second bet, or actually well, two bets, same team, and we're staying in the NFC East, and we'll talk about the Eagles, and this line moved really fast, I was a little upset, I wanted to get it before all the line movement, and it was the Eagles over 8.5 wins, that's a two-unit play, so for all those percentage players, that's a 5% play, It's my most confident play, two-unit play. Eagles over eight and a half season wins. It's minus 165 on FanDuel. And man, it was like minus 110 over eight and a half for the longest time. And then the Eagles just had an amazing draft. And then they just signed James Bradbury this morning. And the lines just jumped everywhere. Um, And then I also took the Eagles one unit to win the NFC East. And let's talk about it. So... I love this play. We'll talk about the wins first and just why I like this team in general. They won nine games last year with a worse roster. So this bet needs the Eagles to win nine games for it to cash, and they won nine games last year. Again, with a worse roster, a considerably worse roster. This year's roster, they have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Last year, all they had was Devontae Smith. They, they didn't have um, A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown is, I mean, gosh, man, he's a, in my opinion, he's a top, he's borderline top five, if not for sure, top five receiver in the NFL. Um, his potential is unreal. I mean, he's just had Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback, so that was kind of his, his downfall. Um, the offensive line is very good. It's a top 10 offensive line in the NFL. They're very good at running the ball uh, against anybody. So they're going to be able to control the game. Jalen Hurts is a game manager, and he's very good at doing it. He doesn't make mistakes. He has no problem throwing the ball away. So, And he showed that down the stretch. He doesn't turn the ball over. He gives his chance to win, and that's huge. Um, The defense, they got... James Bradbury, after the Giants released him. All right, so now they have Darius Slay on one side, and they have um, James Bradbury on the other. Nice cornerback uh, tandem there. The defensive line is solid, especially against the run. They have Javon Hargrave, very, very good player. Uh, Nose tackle, they got Fletcher Cox back. He's old, but he's still very good. And then they got Jordan Davis, the rookie monster a huge boy out of Georgia in the first round as depth or potentially just starting. And then, of course, they have Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham. And, yeah, I mean, they're they're good. guys. And then they got N'Kobe N- Dean in the third round linebacker out of Georgia, who's arguably the best linebacker in this year's NFL draft. So with all that said, the Eagles will be great against the run and they will be um, good running the football. Those two things are huge for a stability of a team, not only throughout the season, but, you know, in each game because they're able to control the game, um, keep it close when they need to or just milk the clock when they need to. And, yeah, and the defense was opportunistic last year. They created turnovers in timely situations. And, you know, if you stop the run, you get them in long passing situations, um, you're, you're in good spots. So, yeah, the roster is great. They have been aggressive um, this offseason in trading and just going after players that they want, and that's signaling to the players this year that, hey, the front office believes in you guys, and we're making a huge push for the playoffs and ultimately the Super Bowl. And as a player, I'm if you don't know by now listening to this podcast, I played division one football. I played with guys that were drafted in, in the NFL. Um, when you're, when you see these moves happening, I mean, not that these moves happen in college. I mean, you, you do see transfers coming in, um, but that signals that like, Hey, we're going for it. And you love it when, a, when a, an organization coaching staff is all in and like, please like, Hey, yeah, no, we're going, we're going for wins this year. So that's huge for your mental. Um, And I love that the front office is doing that. And the Eagles players are definitely, the expectations and the hype around the season is real. And it's going to only increase their belief in doing well this year. Uh, Next point, they have a middle-of-the-road schedule at best. Lots of favorable matchups. They finished second in the division last year. So they'll play the second in each division this year in the NFC. And then they'll also play the Steelers, which was the second-best team in the NFC North. So they're getting the worst NFC North team. And then they're also playing uh, the 49ers, the Vikings. Well, they're already playing the NFC North. so that That's a plus. And then what about the NFC South? They'll play the Saints. Um, so, yeah. so I mean, it's a little competition there. But, again, just like the Cowboys, they'll play the Bears – the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Texans, which is great. So just like the previous one we talked about, um, Dallas needs 11 wins for that bet to lose. The Eagles need nine wins for this one to win. I mean, that's two-game difference, and they're playing a a weaker schedule than the Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys get to nine wins. So I I damn sure think the Eagles are going to get to nine wins as well. Um, Another reason why I love this matchup, I mean, not matchup, this bet is that Gardner Minshew is the backup quarterback. Uh, very good, capable backup quarterback who started a lot of games in the NFL. So if Jalen Hurts has anything go wrong with him this season, I like Gardner Minshew to step up and lead this team to some wins. And, I mean, I think if Minshew was to start the whole season, I think they'd get to eight wins for sure. So, love that is a kind of a safety net. And last Reason why I love this play is that there's just too many alpha dogs on this roster. They're not going to accept losing. There's not going to be any quit. You know, if they somehow start off two and three or two and four, they're they're going to fight back. They they're not going to accept losing. Um, yeah. Only concerns I have with this play again if Jalen Hurts gets hurt a little bit, um, that makes this play dicey. Um, if the coaching staff doesn't improve, especially Nick Sirianni, within the game of uh, management and game decision-making. I thought last year he did pretty well for a first-time head coach. There still some moments, though, where I questioned some of his decision-making. And we need him to not lose games for us in pivotal moments, which I honestly don't think will matter because the Eagles should play so well that they should get the nine wins at minimum. Um, I think they're going to get closer to 11 wins. But, again, each win matters. Each win counts. You know, hopefully Sirianni doesn't mm-hmm. screw us over. Bottom line, if everyone stays healthy, this bet should cash. Now, um, I also took them at one unit at plus 250 odds for them to win the NFC East at Caesars Sportsbook. Um The value there is insane, guys. Insane. There's just no way the Cowboys are that much better than everybody else in the division. And especially the Eagles. The Eagles roster is better than the Cowboys roster. I mean, just just go look at it. I kind of already named it in this podcast. But go look at it and you'll see that, wow, the Eagles actually have a better roster. A better offensive line. Better wide receivers. A better running back in Miles Sanders than Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, let's be real. We got to be real with it. Be real with ourselves now, okay? Miles Sanders is a more talented back than Ezekiel Elliott is at this point in Ezekiel Elliott's career. The defense is better. They have better cornerbacks. They have a better defensive line. Maybe not a a better pass rush, Um, but everywhere else they're better. So, yeah, guys. yeah I uh, again, yeah, I'm not believing in the commanders. Um, I do like Carson wins. I think they they have a, a shot. They're a threat, um, but not a, a considerable one. and I think the Giants are a couple years away still. So yeah, Eagles to win the division plus 250 odds, insane value. That was a one unit play. And again, all these plays when I post them, um, I post them on Twitter. So follow me up, uh, on Twitter at free NFL bets. For all of my bets, when I actually place the bet, I literally post it on Twitter within like five minutes worse uh, of me from when I place it. So you're going to get the same line I do. And yeah, guys, will make some money doing it. Um, my fourth bet that I want to talk about, I haven't officially betted on Twitter or with my own money, um, is the Indianapolis Colts. They're, that line is climbing. And I want to get the best value. And I think the only best value bet where the line isn't completely juiced. And I only took the Eagles minus 165 because I just believe in that place so much. Um, I I don't care that it's minus 165. I think that bet hits easily 65, 70% of the time. So with the Colts, I don't know because it's over 9.5 in most books. And it's very juiced. It's like over 9.5 wins at minus 160. I don't love that. I like it. I mean, I play that for one unit, but I'm more looking at um, the Colts to win the division at minus 105 on FanDuel. That is really good, nice line. The only team to threaten them for the division is, of course, the Titans, but I think the Titans finally regress to what I think they are and, and what I think they have been over the last couple of years, and that's just the wildcard fringe team. Um, and I love what the Colts have done with getting Matt Bryan. And then they drafted a, a wide receiver in the second round. Pittman is solid. He's not amazing, but he's still a pretty good wide receiver. Paris Campbell still, you know, has speed and potential. Mo Ollie Cox and then, at you know, a tight end. And then they have a very good offensive line. And, of course, the best runner running back in the NFL right now. So the offense is still great. The defense lost Eberflus, the defense coordinator, but they got Gus Bradley. I don't think there's much of a drop off there. Um, I don't love the Gus Bradley hiring, but you know there's there's enough alpha dogs on the Colts defense where I'm just like this team is very good. They got Quitty Pay, Yannick Ngakwe as, as the defensive ends. They still have DeForest Buckner in the middle. They have um, the pride and soul of that team, the linebacker. Um, gosh, I think it's Leonard Williams. Man, it's so bad, I don't know that. Um, sorry, not Leonard Williams. That's the defensive tackle. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard, the linebacker who causes so many turnovers. And then they signed Stefan Gilmore, the cornerback um, from the Panthers, who played for a long time with the Patriots. And they have Kenny Moore and Isaiah Rogers, And then the safeties are good. Julian Blackman and Kari Willis. Um, I mean, the defense is just stout and filled with great players. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about that unit at all. Um, That that team's going to win the division, guys. I feel really damn good about it. It's probably going to be a 1.5 unit play when I officially release it. So, again, follow me at Twitter, at FreeNFLBets. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel really confident about that. I just have to put some finishing touches on it, but I'll I'll probably release that tomorrow. Um, because that line's moving and I think people are are recognizing it again. I mean, there's other plays that I want to play, um, but I can't release them right now because, they're underplays and a lot of people are playing the over money and i'm getting really good value so i'm hoping that i get a half a win here half a win there and then i'll release them the sooner we get to the season um but before then yeah guys keep following me on twitter at free nfl Bets and i'll keep posting podcasts and we'll just keep rolling man we will just keep rolling we're gonna have a great 2022 i already know it i feel very confident in that so yeah That's it, guys. I will see you on the next episode.